right, welcome to another episode of the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We have a food for thought episode for you, and it's just a-tastic. Welcome to Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. I am your host, Chef Matt, joined with my co-host, Sean Jogathon Thornton. <laughs> What's up, Matt? E-I-E-I-E-I-O. Ah, I love it. I kind of like the E-I-E-I-O. I mean, whatever. It's cool. I, I just made my Jogathon. Like, what, what is a Jogathon? <laughs> Did you ever do Jogathon? Well, it's where you jog in middle school mm-hmm. for money for something <laughs> candies yeah. i have no idea it was always make a wish in my school i think that was big in the oh, 80s wow, that's way better i think ours was for like summer sausage <laughs> that's awesome i mean i i picture a, a, a jogathon in ohio like a big six foot table with a bunch of casseroles uh, <laughs> a bunch of moms sitting out there, like egging their little their little Jerry's yeah. on. I don't know. <laughs> Jammy pants with bunny prints that are way too big. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the way it looked like. We did it, a rockathon too once, where you rock it in your chair real late in the night. What? I yeah. don't think I've ever heard of that before. That's it. That's crazy. Um, I have no idea what it was for. Yeah, but it was about raising something for something. You know what's interesting? Um, you said jammy pants. Uh, I've noticed because I, I take Maddie to school now and I drop her off. The kids are wearing the plaid jammy pants. It's like the, there's a comeback on those. Mm-hmm. They love oh, them. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. Plaid jammies. I do like. I don't know what it, what grade is Maddie in? Uh, she's seventh grader. Okay. Wow. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Did you kind of just have a little moment there with uh, with Hazel, like seventh like, grade? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, dude. Middle schoolers. Well, in that's cool because jam pants are super comfortable. They are. You should be. One great thing about like post-pandemic. Yeah. Or, I mean, we're still in it, but like is athleisure and how it sort of like just became like what you wear and you should. It looks good. It feels great. Don't you want to be comfortable? I, I totally agree. In fact, I made a comment uh, to a coworker the other day where I was like, you know, when I go shopping these days, like I'm only thing that I'm walking out is with, like sweatpants. It's like comfortable. <laughs> because they're comfortable. Yeah. They're athletic sweatpants. They're like joggers and, and like all kinds of different colors. And I'm like, these are awesome because that's what I change into when I get home. I'm like sweatpants. Like I love them. Yeah, they make some like legit looking pants that are I do that are like yeah yoga pants yeah for women and men. I know they're they're crazy. I um for uh, our, the Christmas I Alana was like I want yoga pants, so I bought her like seven pairs. <laughs> yeah, because Costco has all kinds of different ones and like the thickness and like the mm-hmm. you know the different cuts on them. It's nuts. Uh, the the yoga yeah. pant game is nuts. Ah. Uh. I don't know. There's a company called Beta Brand who does dress pant yoga pants, and it's like yoga pants that you would wear in a like business job. And they have like designs that are office friendly, what? but yet whimsical. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> 
That's awesome. I once, uh, yeah. about two weeks ago, I wore uh, sweatpants to, <laughs> to the office, and our boss looked at me and was like, why are you dressed like that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm not really supposed to be here. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. I got some like great new balance ones that I bought nice. that are like basketball style. Yeah. And the fit is legit with my size. Yeah. Every time I wear them, I feel really good. Yeah. And I'm like, I should just wear these. I know. Right. I look good. Yeah. I mean, I think I do, but <laughs> I love it. I mean, I think you're right though. I think it's, it's a little bit more accepted and it's just something that mm-hmm. like, um, I, I like I like the movement. I will say that. Mm-hmm. So, hey, fun We're fact. Done. This is crazy. So I'm listening to a, a separate podcast. Um, I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, it's called Huberman Lab. I forget the name of the scientist. It's something Huberman. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a whole show on nicotine and how it um, affects your brain and, how, and what it does mm-hmm. when, when you get it in your brain. He, leaded, he led the show with telling us that there are a good amount of levels of nicotine in all potatoes and nightshade. Did you know that? No. Yeah. What? (laughs) So potatoes and all nightshade. So nightshades are like tomato, peppers, eggplant. Uh, What am I missing here? What else? They're it. Wow. Food plant. Wow. Yeah. And there's, there's pretty, um, increasingly amounts, um, of, of nicotine showing up and you know, then he, yeah. he, he, he actually answered my question in my head, which was like, well, why is it, did, did that happen because of humans? Did they crossbreed it or anything? But, um, what he said was our brain has receptors that, um, react to nicotine and so this is just an evolution type thing and i'm just like blown my mind was blown i was like oh that's that's interesting um it's definitely some reading also did you know that snuff is supposed to be put up your nose (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it makes sense right a second yeah so why would you put snuff in your nose you put it because snuff was always in your mouth, right? But when it first came out, snuff was meant to go up your nose because the lining of your nose is so thin and it has a direct, uh, it's like a direct highway to your brain. Like we, you know, that's why, that's why people take cocaine and stuff up the nose is because it's a quicker shot. It's, it's the same so, as if you put it in your butthole, right? It's like, well, yeah, like <laughs> with. All right, so we know snuff, like, is it, like, powdery, inhaled, or is it shoved in there and you let it sit? It's like you shove it up in there and you let it sit. It's more like big Ugh. leaf style. You know, like the Ugh. Red Man's and the uh, <laughs> the beach nut? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to, like, you know, like, when you do nicotine like that, the yeah. head rush you get? Yes. That, like, almost feels... Sickness. I mean, it's tough. That's tough, dude. It's it's nausea. It's nausea. It's a straight head yeah. rush nausea. I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. My face is turning yeah. green. <laughs> like and like. So I was I was golfing last weekend with a buddy, and he pulled out beech nut, and he's like, "You want some?" And I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> no, I do not." But thanks, I appreciate the offer. Uh, but no, that was a fun little dipping fact. was huge in Ohio. Oh, really? Like, middle school high schoolers 
the big problem was always dip in the water fountains. Oh, gross. You know, like you'd go to the ground, there'd just be a huge, it was everywhere, <laughs> men, the men, the boys. And it was such a big deal that there was a huge push through, you know, state-funded things about scaring people about duck. There was uh, dipping, and there was this guy named Sean something, I don't remember his name, but he died, he had mouth cancer, right. and he was always the focal point. We watched movies about his struggle, his death, his cancer, Terrible photos just put up wherever you can see about the horror of dipping. Oh, my. And what it can do to your mouth. Wow. And uh, it didn't stop anybody. No, I can't imagine it did. No, so, I mean, it's this is a pretty interesting podcast. I'll share it with you after this. But, like, it talks about these receptors. And, like, when when certain dosage of nicotine hits our brain, it increases our focus. It increases our aptitude. Um, our, our energy levels spike. Um, he, he talks mm-hmm. about all, I mean, and he's like... He's like uh, he he name he wouldn't name the scientist, but he's like a major award winning scientist. Uh, swears by it when he's like deep into some sort of like experiment or or some when he's diving into some some research, he'll he'll chew uh, nicotine gum, and yeah, he's like I sat with him, you know, I sat with him for forty five minutes, and he went through three sticks of gum in forty five minutes, and swears by it. It's an wow. interesting podcast. You should hear this guy's a this guy's really smart. But anyways, moving on. Sean, what'd yeah. you have for dinner today? Well, uh, my wife made sweet potato poblano tacos. What? With, uh, pickled red onions, avocado, uh, butter corn. This is great, dude. That it sounds was, amazing. Yeah. Oven roasted with the poblano and the sweet potato, seasoned with just you know classic. Oregano, cumin, garlic. Yeah, it was, it was great. A um, little hot sauce, some feta cheese. We didn't have cotilla. Okay. That's great, dude. It was good. That's fun. fast. In a pan, put it on a pan, bake it, warm up some tortillas, cut an avocado. Oh, I Pick love that. Onions. Don't take that long, but that's an extra step. Yeah. No, and I mean, you can really pickle some onions and keep them in your fridge for a couple of weeks, really. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we did uh, uh, turkey bake, turkey bacon sandwiches and a salad. Oh, I love it. So nice. I like, toasted the bread, got some smoked turkey, bacon. Um, I made a, a salad out of like a uh, little bit of red leaf, um, some arugula, threw some tomatoes in there, and like some of the chopped up bacon. I put some pumpkin seeds and just like, eh, just kind of like your basic mustard vinaigrette, mustard seed vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing major or special, you know? bacon i didn't put any cheese on the sandwich i don't know it was it was we like to do those like soup and salads or soup and sandwiches days it was just one of those days Love that. yeah it was good we don't do sandwiches enough we're here and i, I don't know why yeah uh, but i love a turkey sandwich i'll tell you blts used to be a, a pretty big go-to for us like Dude. you can't go yeah. wrong with a blt and like you can just no. make a Grip of bacon, avocado, tomato, lettuce, mayonnaise. Like, what else do you need? I don't know. So have you ever overthought it? <laughs> overthought the BLT? Like, yeah. went, <laughs> well, got yeah. too much of, tried to get too fancy with the bread. You know, you like. Yep. yep. That's what I always find. That's why I'm like, always like, remember, focus. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's. It is that, those three ingredients in mayonnaise. You know, yeah, you got 
You know, I do like it on ciabatta. Yeah, on ciabatta is really good. I like it on just some like thin, some like maybe nuts and seeds type bread, a wheat berry bread or something like that. You know, toast it with some butter and then like, you know, I always put, I always, I'll, this is a weird thing with me. And maybe it's not that weird, but anytime I put mayonnaise in a sandwich, I always do cracked pepper on the mayonnaise. It's like something that is like, I need that. I don't know what it is, but yeah. So the whiter breads. You what? The one white bread. The white bread. White bread. With the the, uh, (laughs) PLT white bread. So do you know? And I don't. I really don't know this, and I'm not leading you anywhere on this one. But do you know? Is white bread really just bleached flour? Or I mean, why why is it white versus wheat? White and brown. Uh, Well, well, bleached flour with it's bleached, but then it's it adds, you know everything else in it i think it exists for shelf stability yeah in the world really. that makes sense that that's why wonder bread is made. there's a ted talk i heard about it like wonder bread like you can poo poo it mm-hmm. but enriched bleached flour has fed so many people yeah you know yeah and there's something pretty wonderful about wonder bread i mean it's super like oh dude you can do so much with it I mean, and if at like a dollar twenty for a loaf, like that's oh, I know. you know, I mean, yeah, you know what you're getting, but also like when you need bread, you need bread. Yeah, um, the price of bread is shooting through the fucking roof. Oh, oh, you're telling me. You know, my my biggest hack on the bread is I find those uh, bakery outlet stores, and oh, really? You do that? Yeah, I love those places. There's okay. one. There's one Good. actually right over here. Um, it's the Franz Bakery. Um, there's actually two in Beaverton, but there's a Franz Bakery one, and they have this. You go through and you get your stuff, and then you pay, and then right in front of the door is this big speed rack, and it's just got it's got like twelve shelves on it, and it's like you get to pick a free product before you leave, mm-hmm. just for buying, okay. walking in there and buying something. Damn, I love it, dude. It's so yes. awesome. Yeah, I usually walk out of there with way too many sweet things, though. So I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta regulate my shit on that one. Um, all right, dude, I've had a lot of thought about eggs. Eggs are such a marvelous product. I got a question for you: What came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> <laughs> I bet. It would be my bet that they ate the chicken before the egg. Ate the chicken before they the egg. They ate the chicken before the egg. That makes yeah, sense. They didn't, they didn't. They would eat the meat and then realize that there's this egg. I was wondering if, like, what is it, Baloop? The yes, the uh, the duck egg. Would that? Yeah. Would that be the duck egg was formed? Is that like actually when it first was noticed? They're eating eggs that way, and then you're like, they notice like. Oh, it changes in size in there. Yeah. The fresher we get it, the lesser, you know, I, I don't know. I assumed it was chicken first, but I don't know. What do yeah. You, think? I, you know, um, I, I've heard a theory and I kind of like the theory. I don't know if I can really dig in on e- either one of them, but like the egg came first and the chicken is just there to recreate the egg. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the, uh, metaphysical yes <laughs> but and, and in this uh this book i was just showing you before um what it, it says is ultimately we owe our souffles and sunny side up eggs to the innovation of sex so <laughs> like kind of makes sense i get it 
Oh, damn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but eggs, dude. Eggs are such eggs. a cool product, right? Like, you can do so many, so many things with eggs. And, oh, man, I don't know. What's so, what's your go to with an egg? Like, well, I think I know what it there's is. There's a funny but... thing right now at the house is leftovers. There was something that Stephanie started noticing that my mom and I would say, that would be great with eggs tomorrow. Yes. Yes. So it's just like anything with eggs tomorrow. Yeah. You know, like yeah. <laughs> now it's just like, great. Like I was like, oh, there's, there's leftover. <laughs> there's leftover sweet potatoes. Put Your an eggs. On. You're right. Hash. Yes. Take those sweet potatoes. Yep. Put them in a cast iron skillet or ready coat, just real hot. Yeah. Crunch them up a bit. Fry an egg, put it on top. Yeah. Um, my go-to egg is, I don't know, really. I, lately, it's been that I am really focused on the perfect scramble. Okay. So I think right now, scrambled egg is what I'm working on. Okay. So let's talk um, about that because there's a lot of different thoughts about the scramble. Now, when you mm-hmm. say when you say you're focusing on the perfect scramble, are you are you speaking in in culinary specific terms, or are you just speaking in perfect in your own terms? I guess for the experience that I want, perfect in my yeah. terms, okay. which is fluffy, flavorful, clean, mm-hmm. and like some symmetry and texture. Yeah. So the bottom and the top have a connection. My whole thing right now is pretty aggressively beat the eggs, mm-hmm. salt them, then turn the pan on. Let the pan get warm at a lower temp, medium low, so it's not going into a hot pan. Also, I cube up like if it's like three eggs, like a tablespoon of butter, little cubes that I put into the scrambled eggs after I whisk them all up. Yep. So when I pour them in there, that butter is going to melt into it. And during that period of time, I'm usually using a spatula, gently moving it because I'm looking for a flavorful, fluffy egg. Yeah. And that's that's what I've been working on. Um, okay. That's what I want out of eggs, right? Scrambled eggs. So I used to I used to do this method with scrambled eggs, and I've actually got away away from it because I I found a new method of scrambling that I like better. But um, I used to take and I would melt butter. And I would melt it, um, and then I would take, uh, you know, get my eggs in a bowl, uh, a little bit of milk, heavy cream, um, but then I would whisk in the melted butter in the bowl, have the pan ready to go, and right as I got done with that butter, pour it right into the pan. And I Mm -hmm. noticed that by whisking it really vigorously, or sometimes I, I did try a blender, but I think I got too much air in it. But getting air into the the eggs and actually mm-hmm. I've also heard of people putting a cream of tartare in there to try to oh, wow. bring the yeah. whites a little fluffy. Um, that mm-hmm. that made the fluffiest cloud egg um, that I've ever mm-hmm. had. And it just like it's like these pillows of, of scrambled eggs. Yeah. Now, the one downside to that was um, you had to be very specific about when you took it off the heat or else you would see, like, I don't want to say separate, but you would see some moisture come off of the eggs. And that's one part about scrambled eggs that I just don't like is when you see watery eggs, right? No, yeah. you don't want that. Cannot have yeah. that. 
Yeah. I um, do know people who want soft scramble. And oh, okay. Yeah. My mom's soft scramble. Hmm. So it's like, it is watery. Um, but my dad was into that too, but I don't know. It's interesting about the warm. So how warm is the butter when you're whisking it in there? I'm putting in the know. microwave and it's like, so, you know, when you melt butter in the microwave, um, it's, it, it, well, there will like be kind of like a little chunk still in there and it melts like okay. it melts. Like melts in it. Yeah. 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 And so that's what I would do. Um, I would let it, if it was too warm, I would let it sit because you know, you don't want to create scrambled eggs in the bowl. Right. But by tempering it, like just a, just a drop or two at a time and whisk drop or two at a time whisk it, tempering. It allows the temperature to come up evenly and you won't create scrambled eggs in your bowl. Rather, you'll create it in the yeah. in the pan when yeah. it hits that heat. But it's yeah. it's an interesting technique, and it's somebody uh, when I was in school, uh, they they showed me that, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. Um, but he's like, that's how I grew up eating it. Um, okay. Now, <laughs> I call I call this the cowboy scramble. I don't know why I call it that. Oh, it's yeah. the yeah, dumbest yeah. thing, and maybe it's the actual term. But I'll take it my is. eggs. It is. You know what I'm going to do. So you throw yeah, them, you yeah. crack them straight into the pan, and you just like kind of give them a, a, a toss. And they break it yep. up at the last minute. I love it. Cowboy scramble. I it's love great. it. I love the cowboy scramble. The cowboy scrambles, there is this sandwich that I ate growing up with my best friend Sam and his mom, who's from Hong Kong, would do cowboy scramble, Miracle Whip, oh. the softest white oh. bread you could find. American cheese sandwich. Oh my god! And I I made it a week ago, and I took a picture of it, real nice. And I sent it to my friend Sam, and it's just like this will land in my house two three times a year. I buy Miracle Whip only for this thing, and it it's incredible. One thing I like about the Cowboy Scramble is you can like keep it like connected, so when you put it on the bread, you don't have like pieces falling off. It's just one thing, <sighs> and dude. I don't know. I'm sorry. So Miracle Whip is, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, and I know that I won't share this opinion with a lot of people. In my opinion, Miracle Whip is a secret weapon in certain aspects. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I only eat it this way. The shit is strangely sweet. Yeah. It's (laughs) what? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Actually, with like a piece of ham. Yeah. Like that's where I was just about to go. Ham and Miracle Whip on soft bread is really nice. It's really good. Uh, They call it like salad dressing now. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I don't know what that's all about. Um, I mean, the the Miracle Whip is actually the brand, but like, yeah. Yeah. uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, try it though. I'm going to try that. I'm all over that. I'm all over it. Miracle Whip oh, and just a classic like France hamburger bun. That's where it's at. Every once in a while, like from their garden, they would have a tomatoes yeah. during the summer, like end of summer, and she'd put a tomato slice on there, and that was like the jump off. That's oh. like, dude, fresh tomato. Yeah. Oh my god, my yeah, dad used yeah. to do, my dad used to do this thing where he would do, and it's a very nostalgic thing for me. But he would take an uh, what is it? Uh, uh la, 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 egg McMuffin. Uh, what am I thinking? English muffin. English muffin. There yeah. we go. Thank you. Yeah, English muffin. English muffin. Yeah. Toast it. Miracle Whip. Mm-hmm. Uh, big mm-hmm. slice of like a, a you know beef steak tomato on there, and mm-hmm. then cracked pepper, salt, and then put it in the underneath the broiler for like thirty seconds to a minute. And he would yeah. he would call them poor man's pizzas, 
And (laughs) they were so good. They were so good. And like to this day, I'm like, there's nothing to that. But oh man, those were like, those are my like after school or after practice snack. It was really, really good. Right. Yeah. And they will always taste good. And they will always taste good. That story has been written and it's just like finds your way. And then sometimes when people see it, they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. don't judge yeah, right. me <laughs> yeah it's like what's the big one that i've been hearing peanut butter and pickle that's one that you hear about yeah i i think i i get down on that i understand the yeah. peanut butter and pickle um sweet salty but yeah i get it um vinegary it, it kind of i don't think it it loses it loses connects. In my book. No. it's like it tastes like peanut butter and a pickle well have you ever no, tried I don't it like oh yeah okay that's what i'm saying like i don't think it like creates no something in harmony no it, it tastes doesn't. like peanut butter and pickle it, which right. does taste good but and have you ever noticed that it and emulsify is the wrong word but it doesn't like adhere and so like yeah, you take a bite and, and like the, it just yeah. separates and yeah. then you got a mouthful of peanut yeah. butter and a piece of pickle in there like it doesn't like come together it's, to build something you know <laughs> it exists because of uh <laughs> not enough money for food it's common yes eating. yes <laughs> I mean, Top Ramen exists in my world in the early ages because of not enough yeah. money. And we've yeah. talked about this. Like, it was Top yeah. Ramen. Oh, I'm going to throw some ranch in there and see what happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or put an egg on it. Like, I just did that with oh, burgers yeah. last night. Like, I, I made uh, these hamburgers. And yeah. um, I just did formed them by hand, but I put a bunch of curry powder in them. And, like, a little bit of barbecue oh, yeah. seasoning on, on top. Yeah. And I was like, well, well, we'll see how this goes down. It was a little salty. Um, but I put, I put an egg and American cheese and um, busted out some, like, uh, some jalapeno. I got this, um, these, like, candied – you know what sweetbread pickles are? Yeah. Basically yeah. jalapenos in the sweetbread okay. juice. Okay. In fact, I left a yeah. can at the office if you ever were interested. You can eat them, right eat them up. Uh, but anyways, yeah, put an egg on it, dude. Put an egg on it. Put an egg on it. Um, I guess there's no way that I don't like it basted. I really like sunny side up. Really like mm-hmm. soft boiled, hard boiled. Hard boils are great for like on the go. Like I don't know, it's just like the perfect breakfast food in a way. You got this hard boiled egg, you're moving quickly. Boom, salt, pepper, good to go. You think you think it's safe to say that an egg is is should be top three items that you should always have in your kitchen it's always there and almost i wonder if that actually makes it like we use it all the time but are are we do we love it enough or is it just something that always binds something together right i don't know right but yeah it's top three probably i think it's it's in everything for me like think about it you can you know you make salad dressing with it right um, you can make up, uh, I mean, our favorite Hollandaise, you got eggs, yes. you're making, ho- you can make Hollandaise, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, ice cream, um, you, you use it in all kinds of baking, like yeah, the yolk, you can separate the yolks and the whites and like do something with that sauce for pasta. Yeah. Sauce for pasta, uh, hard boiled eggs. One of my favorite ways to eat eggs is hard boiled eggs. Like I just, I, yeah. I love it. Um, I don't, I I don't like the smell. Oh, soft boil is, I, I, I'm not, I'm going to be completely honest. I am challenged. I I got a 
figure it out on how to get the mm-hmm. timing of a soft-boiled egg. Because I, I really, I, I don't make it like I've, I've had it as a kid, but the soft-boiled egg is a technique. And if you can master that mm-hmm. technique, bro, you work in any kitchen. Because it's like... I got, I've been doing it pretty good lately. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's eight minutes. Um, put it at four in, cover it in with an inch, bring it up to a boil, okay. um, almost a boil, cover it, put it off, eight-minute timer. It just, it's been working out really well for me lately. Interesting. Sometimes the A can be different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's, there's something about a fresher egg from a, a good source mm-hmm. that I get better soft boiled egg out of. Yeah. Um, there's something about like, cause the, the shell is thicker. Yep. Sometimes like the shell has almost like a trend. You can like almost see through it. That's mm-hmm. not going to do right for a soft boiled egg. No, no, you're right. Um, well, yeah, I've been doing the eight-minute one now for over a year, and I've been pretty successful with it. That's interesting. I've, I've, uh, so you're you're doing water, cold water, egg in, mm-hmm. bring mm-hmm. it to a soft boil, cover, mm-hmm. and then cover. you start the eight-minute clock. Yeah. Okay. Heat off heat. Off heat. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot because um, I've always so I was always told that like to get the perfect uh, hard-boiled egg is you. You take it and you put it in cold water. You put it on the, the heat. Start your timer for seven minutes. Bring it to a hard boil, and then take it off the heat and hit it with uh, cold water or just like a bunch of ice. Right, right. Um, and if I do a hard boiled egg, I go to ten to twelve minutes. Okay, okay. In the same method. Interesting. I'm and gonna... then yes, cold water for the hard boiled egg mm-hmm. afterwards. The soft-boiled egg, you can let still be warm. It's actually more velvety when it's warm. I, I love it when it's warm. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Now, what's what's your secret method to to peeling that hard-boiled egg? Uh, I mean, it's a it's a hit, and then the thing about it is you can go through the top, the hole, mm-hmm. like crack it up, and then just peel off the side. But the thing is, is that I'm actually eating from it with the shell a bit there, yeah. so I'm just scooping. Nice. I'm nice. I've seen pictures of like half of it removed. Yeah. And I don't, I've been dabbling with that, but I, it's delicate. You gotta be really delicate. Yeah. You gotta, um, you gotta get that air pocket just right. Like my grandma had the holders yeah. and she would like, I would watch her like tap it, listen to it, tap yeah. it, tap it. And then she would just be like, pop. And it would like, it would crack, it'd pop off. And I'm like, what the? What are, how are you doing this? I can't do that right now. I yeah. can't do that. And then she would serve it with these little like sticks of toast and you just dip it in there. Oh man. So oh, good. Yeah. Um, but I learned a method a while ago about like actually peeling the hard boiled egg is always do it under um, just a light stream of cold water. And mm-hmm. like you get that first piece off and you let the water hit it. And what it will do is it'll get between the, um, the shell and the white. And it, it makes it so the shell doesn't stick. And in school, we were like judged on how we peeled the egg because you know how you can peel yeah. it, and some of the white yeah. will come off. They didn't want that. Yeah. They want a perfect peeled no, egg. No, and yeah. like you would get, it was it was a final exam <laughs> to be like that's how serious they were about yeah. it. And like I, I watched people just botch the hell out of those things. It was it was funny. Mm-hmm. But if you just get that water under it, it'll it'll definitely it's a fun little trick and it, it'll work. I've, but, heard different variations i haven't come to my own conclusions but there's like an older egg you have like 
the shell and that skin between the shell and the white pulls away. So an older egg is easier to peel. Then there is the, the freshest egg with the, you know, there's theories on the reason why that is going to be right. the best peel. Right. Um, I, I haven't, I feel like it's a crapshoot. I just don't know. It just depends on the egg sometimes. Well, the one thing we don't have control over is, well, I take that back, but I would say most cases is the um, ability to have a fresh egg. Like, unless you're going to have chickens at your house, like, we yeah. don't know how long that egg's been sitting in the supermarket, how long it took to get there. Right. And then, like... Well, there's dates on the supermarket once. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. But, like, if you knew, if you went to a farm, got your eggs that way, that might be your best experience for testing a fresh Yeah, egg. I think you're right. I mean, there's, like, if I drive five minutes toward, like, west from my house, I'll actually get... um a little bit of like, I don't know. Uh, there's a couple farms out there that you can go buy some eggs. It's fun. Like 10 bucks a dozen, yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 But they're, but they're fresh, you know, they're coming right. Yeah. Out of I mean, I chicken. definitely want to do that. Like, I feel like I've been, I really want to do that. Yeah. There was a time when I was like, when I was like, when I lived in Boise before here, we had like this, like fresh egg thing that we kept doing. And it was, you would get like double yolks and things like that. Um, things that i really miss nice nice dude hey hold on one second oh okay i just it was i was hearing something and i'm like what the heck is that noise it's pouring rain there's a raccoon it's not a raccoon it's pouring rain it is dumping rain outside it's Holy. like 90 where i'm at <laughs> Sonny. damn you <laughs> No, I wish. It was actually nice weather today. So let's play a game. Not going to work tomorrow. Not going to work tomorrow. It's sun, the sun's out. So is that that's a call in. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's play a game. Um, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'm going to say a, a cooking method. You tell me how you're going to do the egg, and then we'll we'll you do it right back to me. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready for your first one? Yes. What are you doing when you? Bake. Baked eggs. Baked eggs. How are you baking it and what are you okay. making? All right. Um, it's a dish that I learned. I think it's Turkish. Uh, red peppers. Okay. Seasoning. Butter. Tomato. In a cast iron skillet. Baked. Flavors combined. Pull it out, make pockets with a spoon, divots, put the eggs in, put it back in the oven, bake the eggs, so pull it out. I love that. Bread. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So one, uh, one way I like to bake them is all half an avocado, take the seed out, mm -hmm. drop an egg in the hole, a little bit of bacon, a little bit of cheese, yeah. bake it. Yeah. It's it's an interesting interesting toad in a hole with an avocado. Ah, I like that. Toad I in like a hole. That. A toad in a hole. Yeah. All right, give me a method. All right. Um <laughs> smoked. Uh, okay, well, um I'm okay, so here's what I'm going to do if I'm going to do a uh any type of smoking. smoking of an egg. God damn it. Um I might <laughs> I might uh, hard boil. Oh, God. Okay. 
Yeah, you can smoke an egg. I guess it will. It will come up. It will set. Um, but that would be okay, really. What temperature does a smoker go? To like two hundred degrees. Ooh. Like you, you know, a smoker's no no more than two hundred usually, and because you're trying to do low temp, long, long, yeah. long time, and and really infuse that smoke. I think if I was going to do anything with a smoked egg, I would actually hard boil it first and then cold smoke it. Like, yeah. Peel what, it. That might be like yeah. Yeah. Put yeah. it in the chamber, or even make like an egg mimosa with with the with the yolks and smoke that part. Oh man, I, that's that's a tough one, dude. Smoked, cold smoked, hard boiled egg. Cut it open and like make like make like, um. Oh, what are those called? Why am I losing my mind? Deviled eggs with them. Yes. Oh, dude, that. Wow. Okay, we might have just come up with something pretty awesome right there. <laughs> Watch out, French Laundry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. What uh, fry? How are you frying an egg? Fried? Like deep fried. What are you going to do with an oh, egg? Um, that is, um, is it croutette? It's the Thai style uh, aggressively fried egg in oil with a crunchy bottom and a soft top that you put on top of anything. Oh, I've seen you, this. It's like, it's a reward. Like if you are given that, it's a gesture of kindness and good luck. Yeah, um, and it's so it's in you have a wok super hot oil gets hot you drop the egg in it and you're taking the oil from it and popping it on top just cook top it's done in about 30 seconds you have a super crunchy bottom with a milky wet oak wow wet yolk you put on top of any dish mainly pot grapel where you're dealing with like very spicy garlic with flavors Those, yeah. that's my favorite way to do it. you've done that right yeah, I did that for Felix. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That, birthday, yeah. As you started saying like the the tradition mm-hmm. behind it, I was like, I know he's done this. Okay. I fucking love that. That is crunchy great. bottom yeah. egg is a joy. I I agree. You know, I mm-hmm. when whenever I've made eggs in the past, I like the crunch around, and I know that traditionally, if you're going to speak of culinary terms, like you're supposed to cook an egg and it's not supposed to have any browning on it. I don't agree yes. with that. I don't agree with it. I understand yeah, the I philosophy, yeah. but yeah. I think you get more flavor when you're – because that butter, if you're cooking it in butter, which I always do, that butter is just like – it's almost like it's caramelizing mm-hmm. the outside, creating that crunchiness that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. I really think that that's the I thing. think I let – for me, it's any time. Like, yeah. yeah. I'll take – I like different versions for different reasons. Yeah. All well, right. Okay. Your turn. For you. Or, yeah, right? Um, yeah. Okay. We'll go with um, – I guess poaching. Oh, well, I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> if I, if I didn't say eggs, beg, eggs Benedict, I would be, yeah. I would be murdered. Yeah. But eggs Benedict would be a big one. Um, if I'm poaching an egg, I, you know, I'm, I'm doing the traditional style. I'm swirling the water with the vinegar in it. Um, I'm going to catch it out and I'm going to probably hold it cold and then i like i like to put it on a nice like like i'll make it like a uh, almost like a arugula salad that's tossed in like oil and or like a good olive oil salt pepper and then a nice crouton on top like a big flat crouton put the egg on top of that and then eat it mm-hmm. that's always a good little snack um but i mean come on eggs benedict all the way i'm probably gonna do 
um, you have a very traditional style with the, with the, uh, the ham and the English muffin. Um, I do like a nice smoked salmon mm-hmm. egg Benedict. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. So smoked salmon, smoked trout. Yeah. Smoked trout was pretty trendy for a second there. It was. I like eggs Florentine a lot. Eggs Florentine's great. Mm-hmm. I you know Maybe I it's think like your goat cheese spread. Oh, dude, that yeah. I think um, I think poached eggs is probably one of my more favorite way to eat eggs, but I just don't do it enough. Um, yeah, I also last year was my poached egg year, and we ate it a lot. And yeah. I, what I was doing is I base I got like a very tiny sieve, right? And I would put the egg in a cup. And then pour the egg in the sieve and shake it, and a little bit of those like strands of the white would come out. Yeah. And I got like, just like lightly dropping it into the boiling water, not doing the swirling method. Okay. Um, because like it didn't have as much of that egg white that would just run off. Right. And you get a pretty nice looking perfect egg. Okay. Well, generally, um, salt the water, never use vinegar. I kind of got out of that method. Um, Pretty good. So I, I mean, it's your, awesome. Your whites are your whites are, are coagulating fine without the the vinegar. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, with the like the sieve yeah. method. And, yeah, that and, makes sense. And letting some go, and then just like how you're dropping it in and moving it out. Yeah, it, it does stay connected. You can get. I've made some pretty successful eggs that way. Have you ever tried to poach an egg in the microwave? Yeah, I had growing up. We had these little canisters, yeah. right? Yeah, and you would put both of them in there. That's great, dude. I think it's a good way to do it, like yeah. on the fly. Why not? Like you know, so you don't have to do the whole you know big water thing. But like I've done it, it a dries out times. the whites a little more, so it's it not as wet. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's if if my if I'm serving a poached egg to my wife, that's the way I'm doing it because of the dryness of them. Cause she gets all, oh, she, likes that. she gets all like weirded out about when they're too wet, yeah. but yeah. 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 Anyways. Um, okay. One more. I'm going to say, <laughs> this is a tough one. This is one that's kind of stumping me. So I'm going to throw it out there. We could both answer it. Grill. Yeah. How are we grilling an egg? Uh, like, can you well, grill an I egg? Guess, I mean, if you are cooking with coals or wood, yeah. Because I was going to ask you a pretty funny one next. Yeah, let's do and it. Well, you can still do it. We got time. Okay. But the flavor, if you're cooking on a grill with wood, you just put a skillet on there. You're going to get flavor into that egg. Yeah. You know? That's but, a good point. I mean, you can't cook on a grate. Um, can't cook it on a grate. And and I don't know if there's any actual benefits to grilling an egg. Like... <laughs> Unless you're cooking it like on a flatbread or something, I mean, I don't know. That's but that's not grilling. I yeah, I guess like pizza. Yeah, wood fired pizza, wood fired grilled pizza, <laughs> breakfast pizza with an egg. Oh, that'd be that'd be interesting. I mean, I, I like breakfast pizza, so I, I'm all about I that. All right, dude. What's what's the what do you got? Schwenker. What? Say that again. Schwenker, German style grill on a. Above the grill, hanging, that moves back and forth. Oh, dude. How cool would that be? <laughs> dude, I went to this, like, it was at this place that had, like, beer. I can't. We, it, it was specialized in beer. They had, a, they had a retail shop. They had good food. But I went to this 
they just did a schwinker night and everything they cooked was on that. I and it was cool. I'm looking this, this up. moving thing over these colders. S C H W E N K E R. Swings of meat covered over a grill rack over flames, keeping it in a constant motion. You know? Okay. Okay. I know what this is. You know who you know who does this? Um that is probably one of my favorite uh chefs is uh Francis Mulliman. And he cooks Chinian guy? Yeah. He cooks a yeah. lot like this. And I think this is yeah. I've never done it before, but I think it's a really beautiful way of cooking. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Look at these. Yeah. Wow. It's funny, like I asked my mom when I went to this thing, yeah. did you ever do Schwenker? She's like, what? <laughs> like, like, no. We, uh, <laughs> what are you? Who are you? Are you? <laughs> yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, okay. Uh, good little segment on eggs, man. That I, I think that... Well, <sighs> We didn't even graze the top of like what eggs can do, um, but they are a pretty marvelous product, and there's so many things you can do with an egg, and it's really cool. Um, it always is good for breakfast with anything you got in the fridge. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think breakfast is number one, but I can eat an egg any day. Like when I don't have things for dinner, and I know I'm just cooking for myself, <laughs> I'm probably making eggs. I got to be honest because it's super yeah. easy. Um, okay, dude, you know what we've got away from? is uh the the music thing yeah i've been thinking we, about that we need to yeah. get back on to that so yeah. um that just popped in my head so i don't have anything loaded you want to do you have anything out there that you've been hearing and listening that you want to throw out oh yeah sure i know i'm you do. always I, listening to something i know <laughs> yeah. you do and that's why i'm asking you because you're you got something All right, let's do sleep. aj suede enterprise yes oh dude you, yeah you sent so, that to me yeah yeah i've really been listening to so I I really like um, the know what I mean and that yeah. he does all the time. Mm -hmm. I just have been going like grasping to it. I like a lot of his stuff is like really low, like muted production. Yep. Not a lot of bass at times. Interesting sounds and direction. The, his unique flow changes. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't really figured out what he's rapping about all that much. I'm still trying to figure that one out, but and I've been really digging it. He's uh, he's from Seattle too, right? He is from Seattle and he's yeah. going to be in town again in like 10 days at um, Kelly's Olympian or something. Where 12 bucks a at? ticket. Kelly's Olympian. I have no idea. <laughs> Well, maybe we might have to go uh, go check him out because I mean we saw him live already once and that was great. Um, you know what I it like? Was pretty good, right? Yeah. You know what I like about him is it feels like he's making his own music and he's bringing his own artistic view to hip hop, and it's leaving me wanting something. But I'm glad that it doesn't have it, which is there, most of his songs they don't have a bass line, like a bass line. No, there isn't a lot of bass line. There aren't choruses that much. Um, but they're it, short songs. Yeah, but it kind of leaves yeah. me like on the edge of my seat, like I'm like waiting for the yeah. drop, and then it does. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh wow, that was an interesting experience, and I like that. I like that about him. It's good stuff. I'm super excited for the Rap Frere uh, AJ Suede collaboration. They're called G's Us. The letter G what? U comma S. Okay. G's 
us. Just wrote that down. It's coming out. They they've been teasing it, but not. They're like. It's finished, but we're going to do things on our own time, like that classic thing. They're mm-hmm. both into it. Oh, no, yeah, totally, <laughs> like, totally. Just, just trying to drop in a little bit at a time. I like that. I kind of like no, that. No defined dates. Yeah. I ordered a CD from him like a, a month ago, and it said like May 5th estimated arrival ship date. I still haven't heard anything. I but, love yeah. – uh, there's something uh, <laughs> about the way you listen to music – um, that I'm, uh, it's very sought after you have, yeah. a, you have a tape player, <laughs> you still buy yeah, CDs, you listen to yeah, records yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. don't like the digital. And there's something that's really awesome about that. I think we <laughs> talked about it last time, dude, mm-hmm. Spotify, their fucking audio sucks. It does. It really does. Yep. Fuck uh, you, Spotify. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I might be cutting that out because uh, Spotify runs my Dude. shit a lot. So, No, I'm joking. I think they don't. I don't know. I think you can do whatever you want on that. Yeah, I think you can too. Um, <laughs> but maybe you should. I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't watch it, but there is a, a, a whole thing, um, documentary about Spotify and how it started on, oh, really? on Netflix. Swedish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a Swedish thing. But... All right, dude. Well, this has been a fantastic show. I'm so glad we did this. And like, I'm just, yeah, I love, I love these shows. Eggs. Eggs. One, one last thing about eggs. Yeah. Pink flamingos, John waters, um, the egg man. This, this is, it's uh, look it up on YouTube. Yes. (laughs) Whoever listened. Yeah. John waters, pink flamingos, egg man. There it is. There it is. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Have a great night, Sean. Great to see you. Have a good night, buddy. Yeah, yeah, good night. Know what I mean? You already know what time it is. Might have watched every single Dame Dash interview. Big Spurk quote, every Jay Z business. You know what I mean? Need a Barclays Center for the underground. Yeah. David Blaine rhymes, no tricks, but you wonder how. Wonder Integrated how. Negro League, level out the playing field. Level. Major label deal ain't the only way to make a mill. Nothing hammer Bakersfield, book the tour and make a deal. Number one sway, couldn't put nobody over me. Never. Arms too short, think you need a little. Everything is right where it's supposed to be right. Greenhouse effect keeps the carbon on our skin But your breath's so hot that we're dying from within Watch me take the world for a spin If you go with Super Saiyan, get the power from within Shower with the wind, melanated power in the skin Feel me? Couldn't build an organ, but I built organic yeah. C3PO isn't even understanding me you know Pull mean? up on the manatee at the beach in Madison Think it's time for me to build a presidential cabinet yeah. The only skinny chef that you could trust Ain't never to Hollywood to take a city bus Never once you trying to be a really us Without compromise, sounds from the nuke start to harmonize Flying on a Star Trek Enterprise One take